This is Agatha Brewer, and you're listening to the Intentional Solopreneur Podcast, the show about how to launch and grow a successful service-based business. In each episode, I show you how to build a business on purpose, one that lights you up, keeps you inspired, and helps you make a bigger impact on the world. I share both marketing strategy and my best mindset tips to help you get the clarity and confidence you need to succeed as a new business owner. Hi everyone, this is Agatha Brewer and you're listening to The Intentional Solopreneur. So this episode is going to be a little different than my typical episodes because I actually wanted to share um, a coaching session that I had with someone recently um, because I thought it would be helpful for you to just experience what a coaching session might feel like for you. Um, if you've ever wondered whether it would be uh, useful or valuable for you to work with a coach, um, it's not the easiest thing to explain coaching. So I thought it would be um, better to just uh, do a session. So I sat down with someone recently. Her name is Heather Webster. Um, and we talked about um, something that she was working on in her business, um, a membership program that she has. And uh, we I helped her kind of brainstorm some new ideas on how to promote her membership. So before I play that recording, I just wanted to give you a quick intro on Heather so you have a little bit of context, um, and then we'll go from there. So Heather Webster is a nature-based wellness coach, an educator, and a lifelong learner. She supports women to live a fulfilling, healthy, radiant life that aligns with their purpose. Heather uses a holistic journey approach to look at the individual as a whole, so women can find radical self-love, self-confidence, and a stronger connection to their spirit and self to reach their wildest dreams and find joy in the everyday. So without further ado, let's get started. Well, Thanks for joining me today, Heather. I wanted to just thank you for your time and also just ask you what you wanted to work on today. Sure. I'm so excited to be here and thank you for uh, the opportunity to work with you. I think my biggest thing I would like to work on is trying to figure out how to target my audience a little bit better. So it's more focused for who I want to work with. Mm -hmm. Could you just... Um just for the listeners, <laughs> for their benefit. Could you just talk about a little bit about what you do so that they understand what you mean by audience? Sure. So I am a nature-based wellness coach and I work with women on self-connection and I find the best way to really boost up that self-connection is using nature-based practices, whether it be meditation, taking a nature walk, eating foods that are geared towards things that are from nature or mother earth, um, and really kind of diving into what does your body and soul need to, for wellness. And then what I find is once they start finding that self-connection piece, all those other pieces kind of fall into place. So we, it's a very holistic approach. And so, but I'm really kind of targeting women probably around like 25 to, about like 55. That's probably where my target is. Um, and trying to figure out what's the best way to kind of, I guess, as I'm talking this through market, my programs to get them out without having to pay for ads. Cause I'm not there yet to be able to afford paying for ads. Okay. So if I'm here, you <laughs> just to reflect a little bit. So basically you're wanting to try to figure out your targeting. Uh, you told me before, it's like a subscription a membership type of program, um, but also keep it organic and not, and not, you know, pay for ads at this point. Is that? Yes. Is that right? Okay. Yep. So as far as, you know, what you want to walk away with today, what would you, what would your ideal scenario be? What would you like to have in place by the end of the call? Maybe just a mostly clarity around what could potentially work because I've listened to a lot of different coaches, whether it be through podcasts or free 
um, content and really just kind of like, I guess, diving, like separating it out for myself of like, do I need to do funnels? Do I need to do like what that would look like? Because I've tried different pieces and I'm trying to figure out what, what's going to work. And I've done the freebies and I've done, but I'm like, maybe they're not the right freebies. So it's like all this stuff that I'm like pulling through. Um, and a lot of people are interested in it, but then I'm not great at email. <laughs> I have to be honest. I do have a platform where I can email and do like follow-ups from there. And I'm just trying to figure out, is that a good approach? And is, is that just me procrastinating and not falling through? And then there's like, you know, so many things going on in my head about, I, I do pretty well on social media. I focus mainly on Instagram. And then I have a Facebook group, uh, where I do give free content. And then in my head, sometimes I'm like, I feel like I'm constantly like giving them stuff that is like, Oh, sign up for this, sign up for that. So I feel like I'm kind of more scattered, um, of just like all the different things I want to give and some being free and some being like they pay and just trying to like organize that out in my head. (laughs) I don't know if that's so much, but so maybe like pulling one thing to kind of work on right now might be like, what's the best approach if I want to get a product out there instead of, I have this issue where when I get an idea, I want to just put it out there right then. Mm-hmm. And so I guess my biggest focus as I'm kind of talking this through with you would be really trying to figure out how to plan something that might be a, like almost like a system that works into the program versus just being like, I have this idea and oh my gosh, I want to do it now. (laughs) Um, In terms of what works best for, do I do it like out like a month? Do I do it like a couple months or like what that might look like? Okay. That makes sense. So just to kind of um, reflect back what you said so that I, I know I'm working on the right thing. So um, you talked about like different, I'll call them like marketing channels. So social email and you had some strengths and potentially weaknesses in, in email, but you know, you have a strong presence on Instagram and you have some a Facebook group. So that seems to be going well. Um, but like the, the main thing that you want to talk about really is just like creating a plan and figuring out what you want to do and kind of, you know, take a step back and maybe not necessarily like implement immediately like you're used to doing, but, you know, think about it holistically and kind of come up with a strategy. Is that? Yes. Yes. Which totally, as we're saying this makes sense. Cause that's what I do with the clients, <laughs> right? It's like, let's make a goal that's long-term and then pick the short-term things within it. Okay. So it makes sense to do what I say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> so walk the talk, Heather, walk the talk. Yeah. So <laughs> let me kind of go back a little bit and just ask you, because it, it sounds like you already have some people that have signed up. And so I want to just, you know, pick your brain a little bit and see what's worked in the past? Like, how did you find those people? And was it, was it easy? Was it like, you know, a struggle? And let me just hear from you, like what that experience was like. Sure. So the people that have signed up, um, they signed up under one of my first programs and I was doing, it was right when I first kind of came out from health coaching and I was really focused on, I did a focus on like weight loss. And so some people signed up from that, but they were all people I knew. Mm -hmm. And so now my big focus is creating that relationship with people I don't know. Um, and a lot of them came in as lifetime members. And so they're part of this group, which is great, but they don't, there's no more income coming in from them. And I have a lot of people. So I also do Oracle card readings because I, I like to talk about intuition. I find Oracle cards are a good way for people to tap into their intuition when, before they're like able to kind of like, cause the picture helps. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do a lot of Oracle card readings with people and the, there's a 
group, a good, a good size group that are really interested in those when they're free. Mm-hmm. And they'll actually say, Oh, when's your next card reading? And they'll like ask me to do one. And like, it's really like they, they get emotional. There's a lot there that they're getting from it. And then when I start charging, there's a block there. And again, a lot of these people are people that I'm friends with and they come from jobs where they don't make a lot of money. So I, I get that piece. Uh, but I do know that I'm worth the money, like getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that becomes a block of, so when you ask like, where are the people coming from? The people in my group are friends or friends of friends that were referred to me. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, so it's like an, or it happened organically. I'll, I'll just say that. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Which, you know, is how things start. So, but now it sounds like you want to move into something without using ads, but move into something that kind of is more of a system or a process to, to bring yes. in people that are, I won't say higher level because that's not really true, but it, people who are willing to pay you what you're, you know, the value of what you're providing. Right. Yep, exactly. And I'm, I'm switching my, like the focus has always been the same, but I'm almost like rebranding in a way by calling myself a nature-based wellness coach versus just a health coach. And so I know there's so many people that are going to tap onto that Mm -hmm. and it's just finding like, so I'm, I'm kind of recreating, but slowly having it evolve out. So it doesn't really look like it's really rebranding. It's just, I put that nature-based piece in there Mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think a lot of people I'm noticing are, are liking and being part of those, that content more than they were before. Mm -hmm. So can I ask you this membership that you have, like what problem are you solving for people or, or how do you market it now? Like, is it, is it obvious for them what the benefit is when they sign up? So I, I'm the, I don't know. Um, Cause it's obvious for me, but I don't know if it's obvious for everybody else. When I say like radical self-connection, um, I do know that they, when I talk to people that I'm currently coaching, they love this idea of the work around self-love and, and self-confidence. And so I kind of usually use those words interchangeably together. Like if you get this, you get these pieces. Um, and then what I'll do is in the ad, like in the not paid ad, but in my um, content I put on social, I will put things like increased energy, um, increased self-love and self-connection and self-confidence. And then in my sales page, I'll put things around, like I'll do videos of what is given to them in terms of like, we talk about intuition we talk about goal setting, um, and manifestation. And we talk about health and fitness. So I don't know if it's almost too, too much, I almost was wondering that the other day I was thinking about the product and it's a membership where they pay monthly. Right. And so as I was driving yesterday, I was thinking about it and I was like, maybe three calls a month feels too much for people. And that might be the block is it's actually, I'm giving too much because they're like, wait, three hours or some of them are an hour and a half long and I have to listen to those. Is it too much? So it's like that balance of wanting to make sure I give everything that I can um, to them to make sure that they succeed, but also am I giving it to giving too much that they'll feel overwhelmed, but I don't know if I'm actually answering what they know. Like I don't, because it's such a, like a, it's not a physical thing right? Like weight, weight loss is like they lose weight. That's physical. And, or you make more money when you do this business coaching, right? It's like, mm-hmm. so it's not a physical thing. It's more of an emotional, spiritual thing. But have you worked with people or people who have been in this membership, like 
what would their testimonial be for you? So a lot of it. So one of the testimonials that came in was just, I wish I had done this sooner. She's changed my life. Um, she like Heather has given me more tools to kind of, I'm trying to remember exactly the words that this person used, but it was very much of like, I've given her the tools. I wish I did it sooner. I've able to change kind of the way, I mean, she started to walk more. She started to eat healthier. Um, she has more energy. She's able to, um, do things she hasn't been able to do, right? Because she was able to get healthier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, like you're right, it is hard to quantify. It's not like a, you know, she didn't grow her business by X amount. Like that's right. Not, but it allowed her to do things that she wasn't doing before that maybe she wanted to, you know, or it allowed her to have a transformation and become healthier, which is is a benefit, you know, and the energy that you mentioned, like that is somewhat tangible right (laughs) still hard to quantify okay so because I don't want to go off track because you know you're what you wanted to talk about was like this system for for growing this and and marketing it um but I just wanted to just like check that yeah there is there is a benefit you know you're you're marketing it you're talking about the right things so that people understand what it is they're you know you're trying to have them sign up for Yeah. Well, and it helped me think about, I don't, I don't put the testimonials up enough on social. Mm -hmm. And I also don't know if I do the testimonials enough in emails because I'll put a link in there and the link sends them to the sales page where the testimonials are. So it really aligned with what I was kind of talking about. So thank you. I did put that in there. Sure. sure. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I think when it, when you have something that you're selling, that isn't super obvious what the benefit is like we sometimes forget especially as coaches we're like oh i get it so they should get it but but you have to really explain it like these are the actual things you're going to walk away with and yes it may apply to so many different things like every person who is in your membership is different but these are like the three takeaways or these are the the things that will allow you to do in your life instead of talking about okay you're going to get a meditation you're going to get an oracle card reading you know what i mean like that like people don't really understand what that means, you know, or why they need to do those things. So that's why why I asked that question. So you had talked about like social email. If you were looking at this, like, can we do a a little exercise if you're open to it? Yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) Cool. So if you could close your eyes, if you're comfortable doing that, and just imagine yourself maybe a year from now, and you have this thriving membership and all these people that you've been working with have been getting amazing results in their life. And you're happy because it came quite easily to you once you figured out what you wanted to do, you just put that plan into place and it worked. And it's allowed you to connect with amazing people, you know, grow your business, be able to be outside more and do the things you love. So now that you're here, one year from now, <laughs> what did you do to grow this? What were the, the things that you focused on? What felt natural and easy? You can think about it for a second and then just let me know if anything comes up. <laughs> Sure. I think that the, I kept hearing the word email. I think I need to like email. Um, cause I do have, a, I may have a small list, but I think especially the, the audience that I'm trying to target, like the age wise, like I think, especially if they're closer to my age in the forties and more it's, they might. And I'm also seeing like kind of images. So my, my goal is also to be traveling more and being out and hiking more. And so I'm almost imagining two images of, um, more of my outdoor hikes and, and really pulling in all those benefits that come and posting about those. My biggest thing, it's very funny because every time when somebody says, imagine your business a year from now, the first thing I always imagine is me on stage And this is like something that comes to me every single time when somebody says that it's this image of 
because I'm always an educator, but I also love, I'm also a presenter. I love presenting. And so I, I have this grand, like being on stage with a whole bunch of people there and being able to a bunch of women there. Like I just have this image and I know it's going to happen. And so, but I know like, as I get more and more people around me, I know there's I need to focus more on email because right now I'm really focusing on social because it's easier, <laughs> right? Oh, let's take a picture quick or let's create something on Canva really quick and put it up. Um, but using that same content to put it in email and imagining like as people come in and getting more of those testimonials and being able to see those changes happening and how they share it with other people. And then it kind of builds Mm -hmm. and there's, I know I have a block. It's very funny because once I like, I'll push kind of like, I'll put a product out there and kind of share about it and share about it and share about it. And when it gets close to the deadline, if there's nobody signed up, I get like, Oh no, nobody signed up. I'm not going to talk about it anymore because what if I only get one or two people? And so it's this weird, interesting, like dance that I play with myself where I know I have resistance there. Or then, then again, what happens if I have too many people and I can't provide what I want to provide for them? Um, But I really imagine a membership with thousand plus people in it. Mm That's really what I imagine. And I keep going back and forth. And I think this is part of the issue is that I'm not completely clear on how I want to deliver it, whether I really like the idea of a membership, but does a course make sense? Like it's a weird, because of what I'm talking about, it's kind of this, a course makes sense to give them the tools right away, but then a membership keeps that flow in community and community is my biggest thing. I want to make sure there's a community around the people. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I went off no, topic. It's okay. there. <laughs> That's fine. This is a conversation. So, I mean, if I can just reflect what I'm, what I'm picking up, you may not necessarily be saying it, but the last thing that you said, I mean, I forget exactly what you said, but um, community was the word. So it was, it was clear to me that you were clear on what you actually want to do instead of necessarily do a course. Yeah. Community is huge for me. And that's, I think that's why I love presenting to people too, especially in person, because when you present the way I present or I teach is I, I, I almost am coaching people, right? It's like, it's not me just giving all this crazy information. It's like, let's have a participation. Let's share with each other. And so I always look at it as like these idea of community. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I feel like a membership makes so much more sense. Um, But then there's that resistance of what if people like leave Um, and they will, right. It's like, get over that, Heather, they're going to leave Um, and some will stay. Right. It's like, just like I leave Netflix every once in a while and then I come back when I need it. Right. That's how memberships work. But it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but it's trying to figure out how do I get them there first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're talking about speaking. So I'm curious if, if that's something you would want to like, instead of waiting a year from now, like what would the steps look like for you to end up on that stage? And could that be a marketing avenue for you as well? Huh. Sorry, that's a bit of a leading question. <laughs> no, I love I that. It, but... <laughs> no, 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 no. I actually really love that because I think that's the tr- like, <laughs> I don't know if that, that's the right thing to say. It's the <laughs> truth. But I feel like that's the truth for me is what are those baby steps to get me on stage? Like, what are those baby steps? And it's not an, it's not, I don't want to say it's like, it's not like an ego thing to get on stage for me. It's a... I want to be able to help. Right. And so it, 
and when I say stage, it could be just in a room with people and I'm sitting equal to them. Right. (laughs) Um, but that's not what I'm picturing. I'm literally picturing like Ted talk type thing. Um, but with them participating. So I don't know what that would look like. Um, but I think that's so true of like, maybe it's more of like a workshop type style versus membership, but almost like anybody who joins a workshop can come into this group Mm -hmm. that I have on Facebook. That's a community. And so maybe it's just different workshops that I hold. Gosh, I would love that. (laughs) Cause that's kind of what I tried to do in the membership was every month there would be a content call. And then every month I would do a coaching call where it would be like a, a Con, like a, a connection call, I called it like a hot seat, mm-hmm. kind of like this, right? Where yeah. you bring somebody on, you say, okay, what's your struggle? How can I help you through that? But I could still offer that. Gosh, you're good. You're good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, cause I'm like imagining like if I just held like monthly workshops mm-hmm. where people paid to come and I did like a zoom workshop and I gave content and then within the community in the Facebook group, I held like a weekly like connection call where people could come with their things they're struggling with. And I coached them through that. Mm-hmm. And then like kind of having those linked together somehow, that would feel so much better. Yeah. Okay. I can see that in your face. <laughs> yeah. I love doing workshops. Yeah. So I can see that you're lit up by that idea. Yeah. Cause the other thing is the, the tricky thing with the membership, I love the idea of a membership, but the tricky thing is it's something, and I hate to say this, but it's something you're tied into, mm-hmm. right? Whereas And so if you want to shift, it's a little trickier to shift. I mean, you could always end and say, this is the last month of the membership, but because of some of my goals, my other personal goals, goals I have, I could, the workshops are easier because they're once a month and I can schedule them at all different times, right? Versus a membership where you're like, okay, these are the days and times that I'm always going to do it. Mm -hmm. But if something shifts, you're impacting everybody in the membership who's already held that day. Yeah. So it's like the integrity, I would feel like I would have more integrity doing workshops Mm -hmm. than I would. I mean, I would have integrity doing the other thing too, but I would, I would feel bad every time I might have to shift something around because a meeting comes up or Mm -hmm. I'm not in a place where internet is or things like that. So I love this idea. Ooh, I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So, but I'm also curious, I'm just going to throw this out there to play devil's advocate. A little Please bit. do. Okay. So this, these workshops, do you feel like you could also use them to promote the membership or is it just a way to get rid of the membership? Like as a way of like introducing people to you and the work that you do. So they understand like by experientially why they should be doing this membership. Yes. And I, cause I think the, cause when I said like the connection calls, I was like, well, then they could be in my Facebook group. And I'm like, but I don't, in my head, I'm like, I don't want to give that away for free. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a huge thing. Right. Of like, so I think what could happen is before it felt like the membership was too much. I was trying to do too much information mm-hmm. in that month. Whereas like people were like, were starting to probably like look at it and be like, okay, she's now saying like, four and a half, five hours of a month that she's going to be on Zoom and for us to have to come on or listen to the replays. Whereas I feel like the workshop could be one little piece mm-hmm. and then that could work into the membership, but the membership is more of like the content call. I mean, the connection call and frequently asked questions and then being in a community mm-hmm. and being there for them mm-hmm. all the time. Okay. Yeah. And how does that feel? It feels good. <laughs> awesome. It makes you want to like start working on it now because it's like <laughs> that. Because training lights me up. It always has. Like it's there's something about it. Whether I was training for early childhood education, when I was training other educators or parents, it's always like I've always left feeling like so ready to go. And so what I 
did in the past is I've done workshops around nutrition and mindfulness and like stress reduction and things like that, but I haven't charged for them. And so I'm wondering if I could, I'm trying to figure out how to, I'll have to figure out kind of what to, what to charge or what that looks like, because it would work into the membership. So I wouldn't want it to be a large amount, but I want it to be enough where it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Charging is a weird, like, (laughs) I love giving the content and I feel so powered up by it. So it's, or do I give, do the, do the workshop? Right. Cause there's a whole thing around funnels of like the workshop is free and then you pay for the membership, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but because there's going to be so much content or is there like a mini workshop that works into a bigger workshop? But what I've, when I've done those, like, even when I've done like a three day boot camp, I have had trouble getting people to sign up for that, even if it's free. Um, Well, let me ask you this, if if it's all right, put yourself in the position of the person signing up. Would you rather go to a workshop for three days that's paid or free? What, which one do you think would give you the most value? Paid. Mm. (laughs) I know. And I've heard that so many times and it's, so, um, the, the reason I did the free one was because it was working into a product that was going to be pretty expensive, mm-hmm. but because of the people that the people that signed up, signed up to kind of just support me, like they had already like, they're like, oh yeah, we'll do this. But then, um, I knew they weren't going to like, they, so I didn't even market that product because I wasn't there yet. Cause I threw it together too quickly. I mean, that's really what I think my biggest thing is, is I throw things together, not in a unintentional way, right? Everything's with intention, but then I just put it out there without having that lead up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I really feel like I'm supposed to charge for the workshops. Okay. Good. <laughs> this is a business. <laughs> because I do, well, and I also give so much free content through the podcast and through Instagram and Facebook that I feel like even if it's like I'm charging $25 for a workshop, like I feel like that's it makes sense. And then it works into a membership. Um, and then what a cool flow, right? And I'll just mention this. I mean, you mentioned that the thing about targeting, like, you know, you were potentially talking to people who didn't really want or didn't see the value of continuing, you know, to work with you. And the fact that you're charging now is like already vetting those people out just by default, because they're going to have to pay you to even get started in any kind of process. So, I mean, there's that benefit of like right. basically getting rid of the people who are like, nah, I just want to do this for free and I'll do your Oracle card readings and, you yep. know, and then I'll leave you alone when you start charging, <laughs> charging me, you know, so there's right. that, so <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of like, wait a minute. So I'm only, I'm like, you used to sort search me out and say, can you do one tonight? Like, I really need insight. And then you don't even show up when I, and I was only charging $10. Like it's not, um, but again, it's like that mindset of, I almost feel like it was, I was charging too. I mean, so the Oracle card reading $10, it was like a party. So it was like six people coming together and but I think it's that mindset of it's either free or it costs what it should cost. And when you charge too little, which is that middle time, you don't get either side. You don't get the people that don't want to pay anything. You don't get the people that are like, I'm going to pay. Right. Like when I paid up, signed up for my podcasting class that I took, I knew, well, she had a three day boot camp that ended up being five days. Like she gave so much content. There was no question that, with the amount that she was charging, she was going to give a lot. And so it's knowing that like, and seeing that and that authenticity of her coming and showing up and being there and wanting to give her all to kind of, um, yeah, make a difference. And I think it's also been very clear in my posting as I've been really fine tuning who I am that I wasn't quite sure then. (laughs) And now I'm sure, like, there's no question that I'm on the right track now with where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, awesome. So 
just to get us back to to what you wanted yep, to work sorry. on. No, no, no. This is great. I mean, this is this is good good context. So, if you're looking ahead to create a plan of like how you're going to work on these workshops, membership, what does that look like? What are the first steps? So this is this is exactly what happens. Is I'm like, oh, workshops. I have some created. I could do those tomorrow. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. So I think really what I'd like to do is create a timeline for myself, um, and maybe set out that I'll do like the first workshop, the begin. Like, let's see, it's January 9th. So maybe the first workshops the end of February. And so kind of working back, um, like from that date, like pick a date in February and work back from that date to figure out kind of, okay, when am I going to start? Like, what's the social media piece going to be looking like? But before I start in February, really looking at, okay, what's the membership going to be? having that posted. So at the end of every workshop, I can share, there's this membership, feel free to come on over. Um, so really kind of taking the next month and a half to kind of pull out, I, I'm such a visual learner. So in my head, I'm visualizing, right. Of like pulling out what are the aspects. I, so one of the things I like to do is draw a I call it a web mm -hmm. and that's what we used for education for so long, right? Where you draw the circle in the middle and then you draw the lines out from the side of all the different things that you could do in the different pieces. So really thinking about what would my email look like? What would social look like? Um, the workshops themselves, I'm very much of a kind of, I do bullets and then like for myself and then just kind of share. Sometimes I'll do PowerPoints, but I find that having that, it's again, goes back to that community, having everybody on the screen where you can kind of have conversations about things that you're bringing up. So if I'm talking about stress or meditation or anything like that, like when has meditation worked for you? So kind of coming up with those bullets, but also maybe before February, the end of middle to end of February, coming up with a kind of list of topics. Mm -hmm. And so maybe what I'm doing, this is so cool. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. <laughs> so maybe by that, like maybe by the beginning of February, I will like start creating almost like a flyer that would be on social. And I could send out to my email list of topics for the next six months. And so people could start signing up or like thing and giving actual dates. Yeah, yeah. And how do you think it would be the easiest way to you, for you to find those topics? Oh, I think just pulling through, it would just be like literally everything that I would typically cover in the membership. Mm -hmm. And so I think those topics I already have. And what's, what's neat about that is I'll start to see where the interest is at the most too. So when it comes yeah. to the business and they could say, okay, you know what? Like I already know nutrition is always an interest for people. Mm -hmm. um, and so I know like an intuition is another one that people are really interested in. So I can kind of pull those out, but also make them more exciting. Like a lot of times I'll just say like, learn to tap into your intuition but I think really thinking about the topic titles mm -hmm. of what's going to bring them in, um, like creativity around that. Yeah. And then I can start talking about it on my podcast. Right. So there's so many things. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's the point of these calls. <laughs> this I'm is so exciting. Excited. No, this is, it's so exciting because I feel like, I've been stuck because nothing has felt quite right mm -hmm. of what I wanted to do. And it always came back to, I love those calls when I do the content mm -hmm. and like, I love doing live videos. So I could start doing like live videos that are like kind of pieces of that, of like, oh, if you want more information, guess what? I'm going to be doing a whole presentation on this, on this mm -hmm. date. 
awesome. This so is when you, so helpful. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> um, when you think it, like this is leading as well, but I'm just going to say. No, I like the leading questions. Those <laughs> work for me. I'll, I'll try to ask it in a way that's not um, to, to go off my coach training. But when you think of February, what comes up? For me, February is a great month because I'm in the middle of, I don't know, where are you located again? Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. Okay. So I'm in North and New Hampshire. So I'm in the Northeast. So it's such a cold time right now. So for me, it's like, this is like the perfect time when I love to kind of plan out my year. Mm-hmm. So thinking about February feels like a good spot. And I think using February to really thinking about February, what topic might be the best around like, (laughs) okay, so I hate Valentine's day, but I really think (laughs) there it's interesting because I wrote February 15th as the date that this was going to happen. And so maybe talking about kind of connection and relationship to self, Mm -hmm. um, for that topic for that. And maybe, um, like, and self or self-love or something like that. Um, but for me, February feels like a really good month to start it because it's when people have started to fall off from their resolutions. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're already starting to fall once you get two weeks into January. Yep. I just did a live video about that yesterday. Um, and so I think it would be a good way to like jumpstart them back onto their goals mm-hmm. or their plans of what they want. Yeah, I like that because you're very right. <laughs> resolutions last like three days for most yeah. people. So, <laughs> so that's why we use words instead of resolutions and the feelings that we yes. have throughout the year. No, yep. so I was going I was going to Valentine's Day. I didn't want to say it, but that's ob- the obvious thing that came up for me. But yes. I like your your tie-in to kind of like your your goals and your overall, you know, year as well. So it's not just about self-love. Yes. Maybe it's it's self-love because you're actually like moving towards the things you said you were going to do. So that's like honoring yourself or something. Right. Like that. Yes. <laughs> well, a lot of what I've found for the women that I've been working with themselves with them is they're always talking about how they talk so negative negatively about themselves and really talking about uh, positive self-talk and yeah. things like that, especially if you're I think you can feel many different things around Valentine's day. It could be the day where you're just like, you're by yourself and you don't have anybody. And you're just thinking about how, how you don't have anybody, or maybe you have somebody and you really relate with them and you do something special, or maybe you just don't like the holiday because it's a Hallmark holiday. right? (laughs) And so, yeah, I think there's a lot to that, but really tying it back into what were the goals you set before and let's dive into capturing those again. And you don't have to wait till January 1st, the next year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So does that topic seem like pretty solid to start with? Yeah. Feel good. Okay. Yep. So we've got about 10 minutes left. So I wanted to move us into kind of like next steps and like what your homework would be or, or what you want to do kind of to, to get this going. Yeah. So, well, so I, I'm going to start today. I'm, I have big pieces of paper. And so I think really brainstorming out, this is so exciting. I can't even get over this. <laughs> um, and I have nothing to do today. So this is, but, and I was going to focus on just my business today and then a couple other things. And so I think what I'm going to do is pull out the big pieces of paper again and just recreate, like create a new thing around the workshops and leading into the membership. And because I'm visual, I like to draw like arrow, like a time. So I think I'm going to create, yeah, that's what I'm going to do today. Today, I'm going to create the timeline and then use it as like a timeline web. So like starting with today, ending like February 15th. So it's, it's a short timeline to really just see from here to there and focus on, okay, what are the things that I need to do along the timeline? And then almost web off of that. Uh, okay. Today I'm going to focus on this. What are those pieces I need to do? Um, and so then I can take that and put it into my journal. Like I can rewrite it into my planner and start plugging those dates into my planner. 
that's what I really need to do. I need to focus a little bit better versus I am a big thinker and I have these grand ideas of things. And then when it comes down to one of the things I was thinking about this morning, as I was sitting on the couch and I've been having issues with, I have Roku. And so sometimes I like to watch tiny, tiny house shows. <laughs> Cause I love time. I want to live tiny someday. And it's been, not been working. And I was like, it's not working because I'm not supposed to be doing this right now. <laughs> I just be focusing. Um, and so what came to mind as I was kind of getting stuff ready for this call and, and really organizing my space and things like that was I can choose what I want to do within the hour. And if I make the choice to sit on the couch, then I make the choice to sit on the couch and nothing's going to get done. And so I think really using my planner as a way to take those big ideas on the big piece of paper and fine tuning them to looking at day by day at what point and how much time will I prioritize for it in the day um, will make me feel so much more at ease, I think. And more organized, which then is just going to help manifest it to come into reality of this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And before you, we had wanted to basically cover like the different channels that you could use. Do you feel like you got a little bit of clarity on on what you want to do there? Yes. Yes. Because I I don't know why I totally forgot the whole podcasting thing, because that's why I started the podcast as a channel um, and a channel to give information, but also a channel to share information and get, um, to find more people and to help more people. So yeah, I think that along with email, I think again, putting email on the timeline, like putting that into my planner where I have it. So a lot of times, because I get this, like, Oh, I want to do this tomorrow. I don't plan out those. Like, I mean, I pay to have like a platform that can send emails regularly for me. And instead I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have this great idea. Let me email the people, um, versus saying, okay, sit down once a week and think about what are the emails or maybe sit down once every other week and plan the emails that might want to go out to the community, Mm -hmm. um, and make it more of a structured thing versus, Oh, they see an email from me once a month and then they start unsubscribing because they don't know me and they don't know who I am or. Yeah. Yep. So do you know, like kind of what the point of the email is now, or, or is that something you can, can work towards? Yes. So I want to, I want to put more in the email that has content plus. So what I'm really thinking to do is take those live videos that I create in social media and download those and use those or take content from the podcast and download that. So it's not always me selling, but there will be a point of every email where there's something in there about what I'm going to be doing Mm -hmm. so they can access it, whether it be right now, just join my Facebook group or whether it be, um, like the beginning of February, here are the topics of upcoming workshops. Yeah. 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 So, so basically content and then call to action. Yep. At the end. Okay. I love those call to action buttons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how do you feel at the end of our session? Do you feel like you got some clarity? Is there anything you want to take forward or? Oh my goodness. So much clarity. I, it's so funny because for any of your listeners, like we've never met before <laughs> and you just have changed everything about kind of, because I felt so stuck and I've, felt so like nothing felt like it was quite right. Mm -hmm. And it helped that now, now I know why the membership didn't work. Right. Where, (laughs) so like, because it wasn't that membership isn't right for what I want what I'm supposed to do. There is supposed to be a membership, Mm -hmm. but that membership wasn't quite right. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I have so much clarity. Awesome. I feel so much more like, okay, this is now I know where I'm going. So excited. <laughs> Super. What she said goes right into February. That's, that's what you want to be do, thinking about and doing. You know, yeah. Some, some clarity on your year. So that's, cool. yeah. Um, can I just share something that, that came up when you were just talking? Yeah. So, so I think the, about your membership and just about how you market yourself in general, like it, it sounds like 
if you're not completely aligned with what it is that you're producing, then then that's kind of the block or like yes. that's what I'm hearing or is coming up for me. Like you can't fully sell it and do that successfully without feeling fully aligned, you know, yes. with what you're creating, which makes obvious sense. But I think it even even more for you since kind of that's what you do, you know, like you're trying to help people, you know, get clear on what they want and like transform their selves. So it's, it's about being in alignment. So like, I guess the word alignment is coming up for me. So yes. Share that. Yeah. I think it's so true because the whole time, like I'm putting it out there, I'm like this, I think this is right. I think this is right, but it, it doesn't feel a hundred percent right. And so I think that's, and then once that happens where I'm like, it's not hundred percent right. You could see it in my social media because I stopped putting stuff up as much about it. Yeah. And I'm like, Mm-hmm. Something needs to be tweaked here, which is what why we do our businesses, right? Because things can get tweaked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it feels so much better. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And one thing I'll throw out again, this is more on the advice side, but um, maybe ask your members what they want. You know, yeah, they don't answer. Talk to them. <laughs> Have one of them on your podcast or, or something, because you know maybe that's. Cause you're, you're thinking about what they might want instead of trying to figure out, right. you know, from them, what it is that they're looking for. You know? Yeah. Just, just, I've just been, yeah, I've been putting that out there and they don't answer because I don't think, I think part of it's because I haven't quite found the right people yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I think as people come and I think now I have to figure out the best way. Like if I ask a question, what's your favorite vegetable? They answer. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious. Yeah. But if I say, like I did ask the question, would you rather have a membership or a course? And there was no response. But I think if I put on there, do you, would you rather learn about this, this, or, or if I do a poll, which yeah, things yeah. would you be interested in learning about? Then I'll get those answers. So that's what I need to do. Yeah. And even in your email, like, that could be a way to even for you to figure out like what those topics should be, where you should. Yeah. Yep. For sure. My goodness. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) So I'll end with just a thank you for being here. It's awesome to coach you. And like you said, we just met, so (laughs) it was pretty cool. Um, And yeah, I'm looking forward to, hearing more about your work and seeing you flourish out there. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the intentional solopreneur. I hope you're getting some good information and some inspiration to help you grow your business. If you like what you've heard and you want the support of a business coach, come on over to agathabrewer.com and schedule a free consultation with me. In this call, we'll talk about your goals for your business and see if it makes sense for us to work together. My one-on-one coaching program is specifically built to help new entrepreneurs like you launch and grow a successful business. This program will help you get clarity on what you want to build, create a strategic plan of action, and identify and release any mindset blocks that are standing in your way. Because building a business shouldn't be so hard. And with my support, You'll reach your goals way faster than if you try to do it all alone. So I invite you to give yourself the gift of personalized support so you can build your dream business that allows you to live the life you want and make a bigger impact on the world.